So, welcome back if you've listened to my first two entries. This is entry number three. And I'm going to get my friends to introduce themselves. So first, I'm going to let Sarah introduce herself. And go! (laughs) Hi guys! I'm trying to be like not obnoxious at all. Um, Also got chocolate in my mouth. But I am Sarah Sabri. Um, Do I need to like fully age... No, you say, this is, like, not interview style. You say whatever you want. You can say, like, your name and then, like, something you ate yesterday. Like, you can say whatever you want. Um, I don't know. I get so nervous. (laughs) You would think you wouldn't be nervous. Oh, my God. Surprise. (laughs) Guys, she's a Sagittarius. That's something about her. True. What does everyone think about Sagittarius? Leave a comment in the link the description below. Guys, we act- I actually need to know what people think about Sagis because Mel gave me the idea that people don't like Sagis and I find that really sad. I think it's a really, um, I think people have a skewed vision or like view of Sagis. It's like a so bad true. rep. You know, it's like, why would anyone hate a Sag? They're just chilling. What do you think about that, Anna? <laughs> Anna is our third friend. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anna. I'm a Cancer. Yeah, you are. Yes, yes, yes. We've got a good mix here. There's a Cancer, there's a Saggy, there's a Gemini. Mm. So there's a water sign, fire. fire, air. Whoa. That's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. That's probably why we all get along so well. Just a little background Sarah is very active on social media, uh, mainly Instagram, and I just kind of thought that it would be interesting to chat with her because she's not necessarily, like, someone that you would typically think, like, oh, you're, like, a you're not, like, a musician or, like, you're not a painter, for instance, like, I don't know, maybe you are, but, um... <laughs> But she is someone that I think brings something to the table um, and definitely can be someone really interesting to listen to about her experiences. And that's like what this is all about. And we're also friends. So that's kind of what I want to incorporate as well. I want things to be fun and organic. I don't want them to be like weirdly structured and like weird interviewee situation. But what I think I'll do now that our little cancer babies thrown into the mix. She, like, swam up and was like, mm. I'm here now. Yeah. Wait, before we start, I yeah. think you should give a little description of the setting of the seating arrangement oh, or where we are, because I think it really changes the mood. The mood that is so true. The listener. Where are we, Sarah? We're in my apartment, um, in my room right now. Super cozy, super Tumblr. <laughs> it's Tumblr, yeah. Oh, it's not even Tumblr, it's Pinterest. My yeah. Bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just, I try to make my room as cozy as I can, because uh, I'm a huge believer that the space that you're in represents who you are and who, how you feel. Um, so a lot of elements in my room try to represent that, I guess. It's not a little cool, it's really cool. <laughs> can I tell you guys... Um, so I have, like, a curtain rod where I put um, my scarves, and I decided to put it up high, which is unconventional because I wear a scarf every day, 
Um, so people are usually like, why would you do that? You have to climb up the couch every day to get your scarf. I'm like, no, I wanted it to be the center of the room because mm-hmm. it's a piece of my identity, I guess. Um, and I want it to be kind of like an art piece, but at the same time, it's something that I wear every day. So it's yeah. like an interactive piece of art. I love that. And I mean, that's kind of the perfect, you didn't even try, um, but that's kind of the perfect segue into my first question I had, which was basically I wanted to know in one sentence how these ladies would describe themselves and, like, what about their identity is the most important thing to them. I mean, maybe it can be, like, a couple sentences, but, like, just kind of, like, if you were to be giving a blurb about yourself, what would you say, what would have to be in there, and then what about your identity, like... What do you want others to view? What is important for others to see and know about you? I personally think it's so interesting that I that we're doing this like own voice and not um like camera, I guess, because you can't see how I look and I feel like how I look is usually a huge part of my identity. So mm-hmm. I'm a Muslim hijabi girl. Um, and that's usually just the first thing that people see. So the fact that I have to actually vocalize it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting. So if I would have to put into a sentence how I view my identity, you said? Yeah, and like what's essential about yourself and like your identity, basically. Um, definitely would have the words like third culture kid, um, hybrid, I guess. Um, I, 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 I honestly don't think I fit into a box. Like there's a stereotype that it's like, oh, I'm too Western for Arabs and I'm too Arab for Westerns. Yeah. That's super interesting because I never even understood that before meeting you. (laughs) So that's like a really cool thing about being in a room with the three of us, how like we're all so different and like how we can learn from that. Yeah. And that's an important thing, I think, that you say about your identity because people should understand that, you know yeah. what I mean? But I don't know, can you relate to that? You know? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I also am Middle Eastern descendant. My parents are Lebanese, therefore I am Lebanese, but I'm Canadian, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's definitely... A, different like when I'm here in Canada I love it and I feel like I am Canadian and I live my life like I do with my friends even if they're not like completely Canadian like descendants of other Mm -hmm. European descendants (laughs) I guess I don't know how to say it properly but and then yeah I don't know really it's a hard question yeah I don't even know how I would answer that. Um, I feel like if I wanted people to know some, like, the main things about me would just be that I'm a creative person, um, that I'm a feminist, um, that I'm, like, a, I love people, like, I'm caring and I want, like, peace around me all the time, like, I don't. I don't have time for toxic energy. Like, yeah. I want positive energy. And, um, and I mean, like, 
I think that's really, like, and to speak from, like, me is, like, my identity growing up, like, I never had to really think about it. So that's where these differences come into play. It's interesting because we were just talking about that in class two days ago, and it's like, um, the professor addressed, like, the quote-unquote white people in the class, and he was just, like, talking about whiteism, is that a word? Yeah. And he was just... Yeah. And he was just saying that, like, when you wake up, do you think about your race? You know what I mean? Or do you think about where you're from? Mm-hmm. Um, and most people in the room, were, they were like, no. But I think that, especially, like, second or first generation um, Canadians, I guess, um, or people from a different race, they feel objected to that every day. They always feel like they need to kind of like perform their identity differently like it's interesting that you talked about like all really internal stuff when we just talk about like where I would kind of like disagree there because I if we don't talk about it I do not feel like I I don't know what obviously I know what I look like and I don't I don't necessarily know what people Mm -hmm. think when they first see me right because I think I look like everyone around me I know I, I know I don't but if some if you were to have asked me the question without have starting yeah like, with the culture yeah. right? I wouldn't have yeah. even yeah. mentioned that I was Leb- I wouldn't have said anything I think about what I look like but it's mm. funny that like how how all of our answers are so true to who we are but like different but then it's also it makes a lot of sense like why we say what we say about yeah. ourselves being friends with Sarah actually really helped me. I it's not that I never embraced it. Like I'm very proud of like who I am and where I'm from and kind of like the mix that I am. Mm-hmm. And I have always felt accepted everywhere. I think that's why like I don't like days, weeks go by and I don't think about like right. the difference between me and you or me mm-hmm. and Melanie. Saying <laughs> <laughs> that, that weird. Yeah. I was like you're like, what? No. <laughs> so do you feel like your image, like your physical appearance, you don't think about it as much as a part of your identity? No. I like the way I look, but I don't think, of, maybe I think about more the way I dress and how people are mm-hmm. going to see me because of what I'm wearing. Yeah. But I don't. And then you feel like, do you feel like that? Well, honestly, so when you, when I had seen, um, Melanie had sent me the questions before the interview. Um, just kind of get an idea of what we were going to talk about. <laughs> so when I first read the first question, um, like, how would you define your identity? Like, first thing I thought about is, like, I'm an introverted extrovert. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and then it's so funny that, like, when I come to answer, first thing that came to my mind yeah. is, like, because yeah. what no pe- one can see you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also because that's what people usually see the first... It's, yeah. like, in their mind. You, you know what I mean? Talk, yeah. So... On here, I have to tell people what I look like in yeah. real life, um, mm-hmm. just so they would kind of have an idea of who you I am. You could have not said anything and yeah. actually talked about yourself, and then them see a picture of you and be like, "Yeah, Whoa. that would have been that yeah. would have been really interesting." Actually. No, but I'm glad that you did because yeah. I think it's important, and like, it also kind of in a way proves the point. Yeah, because I think that that's a huge problem that a lot of people don't don't talk about enough is that like there are different 
perspectives and different issues that like we don't and I'm speaking as like a white person like we don't even recognize that you have to deal with and like think about as a part of your identity I mean sometimes like for me like maybe for example like I constantly have to come out all the time so that's like a part of my identity I usually at least once a day so that is something that is important to me but I guess you would never look at me and just be like you know like that's not something you can necessarily see visually on someone so there's that kind of difference as well yeah yeah and it's interesting because like I just have it being brought up my whole life in Canada and especially like living in really small towns where people were never exposed to like Arabs or Muslims Mm -hmm. um it's not that they they were like racist or anything they just like don't know and they kind of have already that idea about you so I feel like I always have to be vocal so they're Mm -hmm. like oh wait she doesn't have a broken English accent um and I I I was born in in Quebec so I my first language was French and I when I moved to Nova Scotia I worked really freaking hard to like have a normal English accent yeah um so I only started like fluently speaking English around ninth grade and for like the longest time I had like a broken English mm-hmm. um and when I'm really tired it'll come out <laughs> when I'm nervous like you're like oh okay yeah this is just an air out. like I doesn't know how to speak um <laughs> normal wait what <laughs> what are you saying yeah. hello so I feel like I kind of like need to not defend like who I am but I feel like I need to explain ex- it yeah express educate. it explain it yeah and especially because like something so small like a guy coming into an elevator and be like this this is a real story he this one guy came into an elevator he was talking about taxes and then so many people are in the elevator but he looked at me specifically never seen this guy before and he's like you're lucky you don't have taxes in your country and i was like (laughs) my country i was like i was like oh i was born here and then he's like well where your parents are from and i'm like yeah that's so ignorant and i'm like and that's i think a, another difference between you and i is because like your uh because like of your scarf it is so much more yeah. i could be from anywhere yeah. really yeah i could be just really tanned yeah <laughs> like, yeah disclaimer i my skin is a little darker it's not i'm not yeah i don't i don't i see, think that's like another thing is. if someone asks yeah. me yeah, yeah. And you I just have, have a little, hair. yeah, and you just have a little bit of a darker hair. skin tone. But I mean, <laughs> what color am I? <laughs> yeah, what shade? Yeah. Fenty number. Mm. No. <laughs> Shout out Fenty. Mm. No. Um, it is my favorite. Is it from really the nicest color? Yeah, girl, good. Mm-hmm. Me, my sister told me that her and her friend play a game when they go to parties. They can pick out who's wearing Fenty highlight. Really? Because it's like the best highlighter. Oh, very yeah. Annoying. It's like she's wearing it. He's wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. A plus. Um, I guess like this kind of mixes in with my next sort of topic is that do these parts of your identity, what you feel like, does it tie back to your childhood and like maybe where your values came from? your experiences when you were younger does it have anything to do with that or are you kind of like know that just over the last few years I've really been able to like figure out my identity I think I was also raised in a small town and I'm in a 
small city now, but I haven't moved as much as either of you. So, like, mm-hmm. I've come from Liverpool to Halifax, and that's it. And, like, I've, I've been other places, but I've never lived other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think growing up, my parents were very, like, aware that they were raising, uh, like, half kids. Like, I am Lebanese, but I'm Canadian. Yeah. And I, I do think I'm Canadian before I am Lebanese, but my parents will debate that with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think with age, like, especially through grade 10, like, that was, like, my prime time. I met, like, one of my best friends then. <laughs> if, any- <laughs> if anyone can hear a cat, it's Minu. Should we let Minu in? Minu? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of, like, got to explore the part of me that is... I do consider myself creative. I don't have my... I don't know what my thing is yet. Oh, my I, God. I dabble in a few things. but She's super artistic. Yeah. Super creative. Yeah, which is why when she was like, I don't have, like, anything to offer oh this. God. I'm like, okay. She paints. She sings. She plays, like. She makes amazing videos. She's probably going to make a cool video for Digital Diary. Just keep a look. <laughs> but, That's yeah. very sweet. Thank you. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm figuring it out. Yeah. It's cool. But. It's fun. It's been fun. Like, kind mm-hmm. of, like, growing up knowing. And that's another thing with, like, social media and the internet. You, Peach actually kind of, like, opened my eyes to this, is that I don't have to have one thing. Yeah. Like, I don't have to... I'm not, like, amazing at one thing. I can do things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I... One thing I will admit is that, like, I do th- consider myself creative, and I do think I have an eye yeah. or, like, an imagination for things, which I like. And that's kind of been the funnest part about, like, growing up, like, being, like, Canadian-Lebanese. That's really cool, yeah. It's like, I really, the options are kind of endless in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Um, Well, it's it's interesting for me, especially because, like, I'm, like, at heart, I'm just, like, a little white girl. Uh, (laughs) And I've been raised, like, literally as a white girl um, in terms of, like, my friends and stuff. So... I I was born in Montreal, lived a little bit in Egypt for a bit, but after, like, sixth grade, um, after ninth grade, I would say I was, like, fully integrated into the quote-unquote white culture, mm-hmm. um, and I've moved around a lot in really small towns, and the funny thing is, like, because I've moved all around Canada, I'm, like, fully a Canadian, you know? Like, I don't understand why people would consider, like, uh, Emily or Melanie more Canadian. I know my name is like works in a Canadian <laughs> setting, but like if I was a a medium, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I when I was nineteen, um, because I had that like kind of identity crisis of like, am I an Arab or am I Canadian? Like what am I? So I decided to move to Egypt because I've never lived there as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of like put an end to it. It's like, no, I have to figure it out. Um, so when I moved to Egypt, I was like, interesting. <laughs> um You're like, um, this isn't helping, this is making <laughs> <yeah>. more <laughs> conflicting. Yeah, like literally first year I was there, I took like courses called uh Who Am I kid you not like that's a real class it was was a writing class and it was called who am i who am i (laughs) and it it, like it helped you discover like different parts of like your persona and your other 
myself and there's did you like go to like an American yeah I university? went to an American, American university mm. um and then like I think at the end of it I lived there for three years so from 19 till 22 I guess mm-hmm. um and I ended up being like you know what I'm both like I, I don't know why I have to be either or um, yeah and I feel like with our generation and the generations that are coming I feel like there's going to be more of, you know what, we're a lot of things. We're not just one thing. And that's kind of like what you were saying is that, like, I don't have to be good at one thing or I don't have to be one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can be different. You know and what yeah. I mean? The beauty of Canada or, like, being can I love... I would... I would... I've never said this before, so prepare yourself. <laughs> I would die for Canada. Like, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> But I think it's really cute that you feel that way. I've just been able to, like, see, um, I'm a, I can be anything and I can be whoever I want. And yeah, there are people that will be like, where are you from? (laughs) Where are you really from? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's fine. I understand what they mean. They're not saying you're not from here. And I'm sure there are people that at some point in my life will be like, oh, this, this isn't your country, like, you're... Can I do anything? Yeah. yeah, go back to where you're from. <laughs> oh, my God, like, but, as if someone... That would be so fucking but, rude. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, that guy who yelled at you when we were driving here. Oh, yeah. Like, what Somebody was that? yelled at you? In Halifax, I happened to have my window open a bit. What were we doing? The, we were literally just talking. Yeah. We turned a corner, and this guy, he was... Rolls also... down his window and, like, yells at us. I'm like... For what? Thinking next. I don't know what he's like. What's up? Yeah, (laughs) that's literally what he. I think that's what he said. Yeah. What's up? Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take us a little further ahead. I think that's like all really cool perspectives of kind of all of our different backgrounds. I mean, I don't need to explain much about me because like we don't care about me right now. Um, (laughs) I don't care about me right now. Um, but I guess like. I'll give you guys a little bit of a side note is that, like I said earlier, Sarah's super active on social media. She has quite the following on Instagram. Um, She does a lot of really cool things with her platform. And I think that a lot of this stuff can tie into social media and especially now, like with our generation and like younger, especially our, um, kind of using social media to change like societal views and I guess that brings in like how does intersectionality fem like feminism diversity come into that and like in your guys opinions like do you personally like to use your social media for that or do you like find it's a positive thing is it inspiring is it maybe toxic like what what and like the reason I kind of tie this in mainly is because like I said Sarah that's basically her job so I would love to hear some feedback and opinions about that um you can explain to like what, what it I is. do yeah and, or like what you love doing on yeah social um media. so I started off um on vine maybe r.i.p vine yeah oh, God, I love I vine <laughs> yeah um, I started off on Vine about five years ago, making, like, tiny little comedy sketches. And at first it was, like, purely English, a little racist videos. Um, oh, my God, really? Towards Arabs. Like, yeah, like really? Like, jokes, whatever you want. <laughs> like, you name it. 
That's so funny. Not funny, but, I feel but like, like, kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, that was, like, the the comedy between me and my friend. It was, like, how mm-hmm. I broke the, um, like, the barrier between me and my white friends. You know oh, what I wow. mean? That's funny. If you allow them, to, if you joke about things like that and allow them to laugh at it, it kind of, like, rate, it, it changes the vibe, you know? Yeah. And they're less scared to offend you. Yeah. You're not, some people say things by accident, like, you know they're not trying yeah. to offend you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, I, like, ever since I started, I felt like comedy is the way to kind of, like, mm-hmm. make, you And know. you're pretty funny on like it actually like some stuff I just crack up I'm like you just you keep it pretty real which I really like and like it has developed obviously compared to where I began like at the first like looking back now I'm like this is cringy um but yeah it kind of developed um that then I like trans transitioned into making like Arabic videos and longer Arabic videos and just like kind of vlogging on Snapchat. Yeah. And I think that was really when it kind of started popping. Mm-hmm. Um, when I moved to Egypt, I started, like, sharing more mm-hmm. of that, like, dual life type of thing. Um, because I had no filters, to be honest. Like, I had no idea what the culture was like. Um, and again, like, back then, when you would start on social media, there was no one to look to like compare yourself to be like oh no that person has like that that really cool style there was like nobody doing anything on social media yet so there was no one to compare yourself to that's really true like if you think about it like we kind of like our age and even maybe a little bit older like that's like where all this like social media fucking yeah Yeah. craziness started yeah and like it makes me really sad when like people not sad but I mean like when people keep on asking me like oh, how did you do it? Like, how did you... Or, like, can you give me a shout-out? Like, I need a blah, blah, blah. Um, Or just trying to, like, feed off of other people. Yeah. Um, And just, like, constantly, like, comparing yourself or, like, oh, no, no, I'm not good enough yet. Like, I need to perfect everything. And the thing is, like, back then, again, like, no one was doing anything, so there was, like, no limit to what you could Mm -hmm. do. So, like go crazy yeah um and I feel like that's what kind of like broke the barrier for me Mm -hmm. um and also because I was I didn't feel represented anywhere um and it was like my way to connect to my Arabness Mm -hmm. um even though like everything around me was super white um because I lived in Sudbury when I started Sudbury is like this small city in Ontario like <laughs> okay, there's some hate there. What's no. the tea on Sudbury? Like, what the hell? Sudbury, Sudbury's I've heard of it. interesting. Yeah. Sudbury's interesting for sure. But it was a cute, let's just say, cute, cute, cute town. <laughs> Wait, how long did you live there? Uh, like almost four years. Wow. Yeah, my last year of high school, I went. My last semester in high school, I went to a French Catholic school oh my yeah. god and like i graduated in church and everything oh my god it was bobbin i can't even <laughs> <laughs> and little jesus uh, I, can't, I can't even I visualize can't picture it. you what were you doing <laughs> and like we i we, wish you had vlogged <laughs> it or something <laughs> and we also like um we used to have like a uh, mess 
What is it? Mass. Like? Yeah, mass. Yeah. Um, and like I remember, I used to like just hang back when they used to go. But for for some reason, there was an Easter um like mass, and then my friends were like, "Yeah, yeah, come!" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm going to church!" <laughs> and then and then my friends like came the bread part, and then my friends were like, "If you don't want the bread, just cross your arms." And I'm like. Cool. Wait, they made you wait in line? Yeah. For communion? Yeah. But you didn't Even eat if it? you were going to take it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I didn't know. I was like, shit, yeah. And then, like, I go... Shit, yeah. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. I go up to the priest, and then I cross my arms, and then he, like, um, put his finger in black, um, like, charcoal. I don't know what it was, like, oh. black charcoal or something. Yeah. And then he, like, did a cross on my forehead. Oh, because it's, uh, because it's Easter. Yeah, and, like, isn't that something to do with communion? I don't even know, guys. I, I don't know anything. And it's so funny, like, during my graduation, <laughs> so we were a pretty big class, and we're all, like, standing there. My mom came in late, obviously, because... She's always late. She comes in late, and then I hear someone in the back, is that Sarah's mom? And it's like, yes, it is Sarah's mom. It's the only other hijabi lady that yeah. walked into church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I, like, grew up having to, like, make fun of, yeah. you know, my culture, my religion. Not in, like, um, like, the, like, not lowering. making fun, like, yeah. belittling it, making fun... To laugh at, like yeah, to just yeah. laugh at things yeah, that, it's like, because like, it's your in the room, and it's your a part of your experience yeah, too. So like absolutely. you can kind of poke fun at that, whereas like some fucking white guy can't do that. Yeah, like that's <laughs> fucked up. But I mean, even though they do, but you know. Um, but yeah, like going back to your question, um, I feel like I am responsible, or not responsible. But I feel like I need to represent these third culture kids who like don't really feel like they belong kind of yeah. anywhere. Um, I love that, honestly. And Wait, when you say third culture, I don't understand. Like, what so do third, third culture, culture is, we're kind of like two cultures mixed together, which makes us third culture. That's what I was oh. thinking, yeah. Okay, I've yeah. never heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah I and I feel like there's a lot of us. There is, for yeah, sure. That way. Especially in Canada, like you would. Yeah, absolutely. Um... And, like, disregarding where you're from. It's just, like, you're a third culture. Yeah. You have, like... That's really cool, too. That's, like, a... That's, like, bringing people together in a whole other group. Yeah. And that's really... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can relate with other kids that are, like... Not even being Middle Eastern. Like, you and I... Okay. I know... I think even if we weren't... We didn't have these similarities, we would have became friends. But I think there are also... Just, like, this bond you feel with other kids. You know, they're kids of immigrants. And yeah. Like, oh. <sighs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, and, like, especially being a girl who wears the hijab, it's not just, like, how white people or, like, the Western people see us. It's yeah. also how us as girls who wear the hijab see ourselves intersectionality guys (laughs) that's where that ties in yeah i think that's extremely important to talk about too yeah and even even like people like i'm i'm originally from egypt um so even girls in egypt like feel they can't even though they were never exposed to the west Mm -hmm. they feel like just because they wear the hijab they can't do certain things um, and I, that, that was something that shocked me when I moved to Egypt is that I, I actually had to fight more 
um, for my right to like wear the hijab and express who I am and do whatever the shit I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and that's what I like constantly try to do. And now, wait. So back up to Vine. So when yeah. you were done doing Vine, because like didn't Vine just go like poof? Um. So before Vine went poof, um, I. S- it started like posting on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Um, and then Snapchat was just like at the time I felt like Snapchat was this super cool platform that had no limits and it was just Snapchat like, like had a moment. It did. And now it's kind of like I don't I don't like I Snapchat. I thought it was yeah. gonna die completely, but it's Well, everyone just uses Instagram now because Instagram literally has everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the one the hub you can Snapchat go to. Is completely different than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Before, for sure. Um Snapchat's like, kind of turned into um I mean, I think it's it's cool for that industry, but it's kind of <laughs> turned into like an industry for sex workers to make money. Really? Yeah, like oh. a feminist, like a pro like women have a lot of control over like they have snapchat accounts and you really? can like purchase things yeah which is oh, like I that's really never heard it's really cool i mean it's pretty new i read an article recently this like singer who's basically famous because she was like on snapchat and you could like buy her pictures or like whatever what? and now she's able to like have a music career because she like got famous from that on Snapchat, makes money, and now is like, well, now I'm going to actually do what I really, like, I'm passionate about. When Instagram first introduced stories, um, which was, like, what, two, three years ago? Yeah. I was so against it. I was like, no, yeah. I'm loyal to Snapchat. You can't do that, yeah. Instagram. <laughs> and then they started, like, introducing, like, boomerangs and, like, stickers and tagging yeah. people, and it just became easier. It is easier and to use. Snapchat kind of went another its way. became... Yeah, like it went away. Yeah, and it, like the the ads and the subs- it just became complicated to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, so I think even generational, generationally, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm nineteen, so I'm a few years younger than both of them. <laughs> like for me, like people my age, we use it. People will. It's like the first way to communicate with someone, like Snapchat them. Yeah. And I don't really mind. Like, I don't even think about it. Like, yeah. all my group chats with my friends that aren't you guys. Yeah. Like, with people that are my age. That's so funny. Are yeah. on huh. Or, like, if and you I go think to message so, yeah. Someone. Like, there are... Like, and not just, like, the picture part. Like, the messaging part. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Maybe they're just utilizing it in different ways now. But I definitely feel like Instagram has, like... I'm just, like, who created Instagram? Because they're (laughs) genius, I guess. Like, it's literally taken over real life, so... And, I mean, soon it's gonna start competing a little bit with YouTube as well, introducing IGTV. It's it's gonna... Like, Instagram, like, honestly props to them, because they keep on stepping up their game every time. They do, yeah. Um, Do you like being, like, in your opinion, like... Do you like your job being kind of in that way? Like, you're like, because you use Instagram all the time for what you want to do and what you need to do. The only, my, my only problem with being an Instagram like creator, mm-hmm. I personally don't feel like they're supporting their creators as oh, much really? as they should be. Um, oh, compared to like YouTube, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Instagram, they're constantly changing algorithms. They're mm, constantly. Yeah, you were saying this the other day. Yeah. Yeah, like all of a sudden you would start losing followers. You would start, like, your reach would go down just because they're changing the algorithm. So, something that worked for you, um, like a couple of months ago will probably not work mm-hmm. again. If you took a little, like, especially with like creators, 
Um, sometimes you get burnt out. You always need to kind of like sometimes take a step back and kind of mm-hmm. focus on your mental health because with social media, you're putting so much of yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So it's important to kind of take a step back. With Instagram, if you do that, it's so easy to lose your traction. Yeah. So it's like, do I give up my mental health or do I give up the numbers? And it kind of becomes a struggle because that's my way of like, for some people, I don't do it full time yet because I'm still a student. But for some people, um, that's That's their full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Like, honestly, like, and that's something that I find really interesting about you is that, like, you've kind of shown me, like, another side of that where, like, I mean, for, and personally, in my opinion, you're the type of person that I think that you having that as your job, like, you do such a great job at it because you're still a real person. Like, <laughs> Very and authentic. I and I feel like there's some people who I meet and I'm like, if they were, say if they weren't quote-unquote influenced, I'm like, they would just lose themselves, I feel. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's, like it's, it's honestly so easy to get carried away with, yeah. with social media. It's Like, so have you ever easy. had any whack experiences, like, meeting other... Oh, my God. So many. Yeah. So many. And it's, like... And it's really different because, like, it depends on the culture of the person. Um, So, like, I feel like North American influencers all are, are all about, like, money. um, All, all about, like... I don't know. There's a certain culture to like. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur, yeah. self-made. Yeah, man, driving the nice car. Oh my god, blah, blah. There's a certain culture to. Yeah. Probably. I t- I I understood that completely. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's definitely a culture to like North American social media, yeah. and like men, like there's a certain like obnoxiousity to it. And in the Middle East, it's it's there's also a completely different. Um, like culture that it's like, um, uh, I don't know what this brand and not driving my blah 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 wearing <laughs> this brand and very like brand focused and stuff brand focused mm-hmm. very image focused, um perfect um I mean both both worlds are kind of like trying to show that perfect image yeah man I mean like maybe you can weigh in on this or and and you too Anna not just because. Like, just because you don't work on social media doesn't mean you don't have an opinion. But, <laughs> like, it's interesting to see because I see a lot of um, women from the Middle East who are, like, their thing is kind of, like, their beauty gurus. Right. And it's very, like, Minu's like, yeah, we're so beautiful. <laughs> um, a lot of them are beauty gurus or whatever you would call it. And, like, I'm kind of like, is that for, like, is that a reason why it's like that or is there a lot of other influencers who are maybe doing more than that and I just don't know but like well the top I would say because like for example and it's different cultures within the Arab world yeah. right like for example the GCC areas so we're talking like Kuwait um we're talking about like Dubai and stuff their culture is already like they wear a lot of like for example perfume yeah they put like full glam makeup on every day yeah um and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the culture that they're brought yeah, up in. Yeah, and they love that. And yeah. that's cool. You can, if you want to use that for your own benefit, cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like that's where kind of the mix happens. Um, but there's a lot of, like, creatives. And I think, I think in general, like, um, social media has kind of given a voice to Middle Eastern women in general. Being like, yeah, you know what, I, I don't so. fit into just one... Um, category. Um, actually, a lot of things again. Yeah. Um, and that's the cool thing about it. It just kind of like breaks. 
how people see things and like mm-hmm. it just opens up your eyes a lot um there's artists there's really cool artists man there's a lot of people doing a lot of cool things there's visual artists you know like photographers um fashionistas mm-hmm. and i don't mean fashionistas in like eh, i'm a fashionista no like there's actual people that i'm really like this understand. is my unboxing of my home <laughs> like people who actually like are into like maybe yeah. like different brands and design or whatever yeah yeah and again like like i said it's so easy to get carried away in social media not just like because um your your ego but also because you get kind of like carried away into working with brands and like making money and stuff Mm -hmm. um so it's really hard to kind of like know where to put the the limit between okay i'm creating like content just to create content um, and creating content to make money. I think it's really sad when you can tell that different social media, like, influencers or creators, like, I think it's super sad when you can tell that they're doing things, like, just because they, they feel like they just have to, or, like, because they, they're trying to make money, and, like, I get it, like, you're gonna have to eventually have those moments, because it's like, okay, well, this is my job, I need to fucking do it, and people forget that, too, because that's, like, a regular job, like, That's, like, teachers or whatever. Like, some days they fucking hate it, but they just have to do it and whatever. But um, I think for me, the reason that I think that I find it sad that that happens is because I feel like if you're going to choose that as a career, like, being on social media and, like, being very public, um, they would... um, You would hope that they are very just, like, passionate. Yeah about what they're doing and that they would never have to feel like okay well today I'm posting about this because like I just need like that money or like whatever but but you know and then you forget that there's just two sides of it like it kind of goes hand in hand so um like do you ever feel like that sometimes like I've seen it like for example like I've seen uh, I've had I've known people um that like from the industry that would like get a product they would even try it shoot it no 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 that's yeah. it or like go to an event literally take photos and then they would go to something else you know what i mean yeah i don't know working with brands is is interesting to be honest yeah. it's um do you have a lot of experience working with brands i have a decent amount of experience yeah. but um you know i started off this for fun yeah and that's what i always want to keep it and i always want to be as authentic as i can and i only try to work with brands that um I've already used in my daily life. Yeah. Or that I would use. So I would usually test a product for like yeah. at least two weeks to make sure, especially if it's like skincare or something, mm-hmm. I would make sure that I'm using it first. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, it's, 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 it's really weird. It's really weird because like, like, for example, a phone, how, how can you shoot a phone ad without making it look like it's not a phone ad you know what right. I mean yeah um there's certain like you like because I love YouTube as well and like there's certain YouTubers that I watch though that like they know how to do that oh, yeah. so effortlessly yeah. and I'm like bitch yeah. like, you are meant it's almost like kind of freaky it's like um oh, do you know you're meant to do this it? I just side note, I yeah. watched an episode of Riverdale two nights ago. It was the most awkward thing. A character was sitting on the couch on Bumble, and it was Lol. so evident. He's like, I'm just on Bumble trying to find the... And I'm like... <laughs> it was oh. in Riverdale? Yeah, it was... Um, Come on, Riverdale. How broke are you? No, I'm just kidding. 
Reggie. He was sitting on the couch at school. Oh my god. And he's like, I'm just Reggie and then being friends. <laughs> well, you watch Riverdale because you're baby. No, I'm just but kidding. no, no. <laughs> it, I watch it now more for like uh, comedic relief. Mm-hmm. It is so bad. That it makes you like, forget like, life. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's something that I find really interesting is how, like, some... Mainly with YouTubers, I find that, like, there's some that are, like, really good at product placement. But, yeah. But then a lot of the times, I'm like, you go. Because, like, maybe that's something you actually like and, like, props to you if you can get paid and, yeah. like, use it in your content. Like, whatever. I think, um, I think there needs to be, like, kind of an understanding from from people that watch, like, influencers to be like okay these people need to make money so they can continue creating the content Mm -hmm. that they see but there also needs to be kind of like like creators need to learn how to be consumers again Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah you're not gonna that's a huge thing yeah like i i personally sometimes try to like if i'm not gonna go into like sephora and buy that product and invest into that product yeah why would i tell people to go and do that yeah because some products that we receive are pretty expensive so like i need to know who i'm talking to i need to yeah. to be real about it. it's not like it's because i don't know like 21 year old me wouldn't be able to afford like a 300 dollars product no like yeah. let's be real yeah um and i think again with social media it's so hard to like you forget how to be real you forget how to be a real person yeah. um and like for example i'm almost at a million followers on instagram whoop, whoop. But I casual <laughs> <laughs> i if you see me in the street you wouldn't be like oh my god that girl looks like a million followers you know yeah what I, mean? I know what I, you mean i do i know what you mean and then but there are some people that do <laughs> yeah but and i mean that's kind of why like a really big reason i love you <laughs> <laughs> i think that's so important like come on and yeah. and the thing that needs to be like people checking themselves is like it's just an app. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make Absolutely. you better than anyone else, you know what I mean? Or it doesn't make you higher, um, you know? And I think shopping malls are going into a coffee shop. Sometimes I would get, like, girls screaming That's uh, so when funny. they see me. <laughs> like, I when I... There's a semester that I took off, and then when I went back after, I would not be able to, like, sit in class sometimes. Or, like, what? when I'm walking around campus, like, with my friends, like... Again, like, girls would come screaming, people would stop me, take photos. That's so funny. Oh. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's... Me and Anna are like, what? <laughs> yeah. We, like, see you and we, like, throw a paper ball at you. <laughs> We're like, hey! <laughs> so it's interesting, and I think because, and I think because I've been able to kind of, like, step out of that bubble, mm-hmm. and, like, honestly, turn off my phone, I'm, like, literally a nobody. Put me in a place, like where I've never been people are not gonna know I'm not like freaking Michael Jackson out here like yeah. oh that's Michael Jackson or like that's the rock you know what I mean it's- <laughs> the rock <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say like Kim Kardashian or something to be like the rock <laughs> Michael Jackson R.I.P. anyways but yeah um yeah like I'm not iconic to be honest <laughs> and like I hate people that refer to themselves like I'm iconic I'm like Mm-hmm. Get where. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like humble brag. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I it's um it's a constant struggle to kind of like mm-hmm. try to remember like remember who you are. Um. I I have to constantly like reflect and look back to why I started, how I started, what I was like. Um. 
and just yeah just remember who I was I guess and especially being a student um I think it also kind of puts me back like into planet earth yes yeah um I think so yeah I I definitely think I I almost dropped out um completely out of school last year um and I'm low-key kind of glad I didn't because I would have probably been a completely different person by now yeah um so yeah, it just it just like I have to struggle about my assignment just like every other kid mm-hmm. out there. Um I see that on your social media too. Like you you post a lot of stuff like that which makes you I think way more relatable yeah. than and a I, lot of like other Im- influencers. And I think that's and... a lot of people like forget how to be relatable, you know. They do. It's yeah, like, and it's kind of annoying and, and gross. I'm like, can you just like show us what you look like <laughs> one day with like sweatpants on? Yeah. Like and this even is getting boring. <laughs> something small like traveling. Um, they make us feel like they've traveled business class their whole life. I literally only, like, until today, I don't think I can afford business class, to be honest. Like, I will buy the cheapest ticket out there with the longest layover. And I feel like people, like, on social media just like, hey guys, on my private jet now. Um, <laughs> and, like, if you can afford that lifestyle, sure. But especially if you can't and you got that through a brand, like... yeah. Kind of sh- show Maybe us be that more like transparent, transparent about yeah. it, yeah. Um, and I understand that we always, and that's the difference. Like here, I feel like we constantly need to like sell a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what, my lifestyle is eating like ramen noodles and like McDonald's and crying sometimes because I'm too stressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I love it. That should be the title of your book, <laughs> BT Dubs. Yes. My lifestyle. Yeah. I think so. Like, really, people will buy that more than, like, this is my brand. Yeah. Like, how to be Instagram how famous. I a private jet. Yeah. Like, really, though. And I honestly think, guys, that, like, soon there's going to be a weird backlash on... Influencers? I think so. Because I think it's getting to a place where it's ridiculous. And yeah. I think that... People are not realizing that, like, exactly like you said, they're not even at all relating to why they started what they're doing. And I'm just like, and it's honestly, like, it's boring. I'm like, can't we have a bit of, like, like, okay, cool, (laughs) if you're a model or whatever, like, sure, there's going to be models and that's, that's their job is, like, literally to look, like, so perfect and whatever. occasionally, one thing that gets me about models is, like, okay, obviously we have, like, this idea of, like, what they eat and stuff, but, like, models, like... Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid and Kendall Jenner, like, we love burgers. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you have a PR person that made you say it like that? Because I don't believe you now. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And, like, it's very, like, I think that there is going to soon be this weird backlash on, like, not influencers or creators who keep it real and, like, have their own thing going. But, like, this vibe of, like, this is a lifestyle. And, like, oh, my God, like, only the cool kids are here. And, like, there's such a weird, like, yeah. culture. And it's, like, sick. Absolutely. Like, sick in a bad way. Yeah. Like, it's toxic. Especially, again, like, back to the, I'm an entrepreneur. And, like, they hate, <laughs> they hate on, like, people that work from 9 to 5. Quit your 9 to 5 job, man. You're stupid. But, like, you know what? We we need those 9 to 5 to like nine yeah. to five people if you know what they're happy that way then so be it you don't have to hate on a way that someone is living 
because yeah. that's like not what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and that's that's like the the problem that I have. It's like self-made blah, blah, blah. and it's like no you borrowed ten thousand dollars from your mom how about you're relaxed you're not self-made yeah um really though <laughs> like you need to literally just chill yeah um and stop preaching when yeah. like you come from a kind of a area of privilege or yeah something, absolutely you know? absolutely um and I, just be real yeah i think a lot of like so i kind of have a lot of friends and family who are like musicians and kind of people in that world which is very crossover of of like influencers and creators on social media and like I think a lot of those people too have that struggle where like they feel like they need to just be like well if I can't be like living off of like my art or like my music or my like whatever like I'm not like I'm a failure and it's like listen like life is not easy and like be real about where you started like sometimes you need to just work your ass off and like not everything about your image and who you are is like your job yeah like there's more to life than that like obviously of course if you're passionate about it and it's important like you you know you're emotionally connected to it you're going to be upset if you maybe if you can't make money from it or can't live off of it of course but like everyone has to start somewhere and everyone has different paths like it's not all like what you see on instagram like it's just not and like you said earlier like comparing and like it's just a very toxic way of life now that like i think only like our generations have had to go through and like that's why it frustrates me when like older generations like shit on us about it and it's like well you guys didn't have to go through it we didn't we didn't make social media happen like we didn't ask for it they're the ones that put it in our hands and then they're the ones that criticize us for using it yeah i fucking couldn't have invented (laughs) (laughs) if it was up to me i maybe could have created another utensil to eat with maybe (laughs) but that's like the minimum yeah it's it's definitely a really like it's such a huge topic that yeah. is so interesting to me. And, like, that's kind of why I really wanted to talk to Sarah and, like, have Anna on here, too. And, like, all of us sort of chat about it because it's not, like, obviously my passion lies in, like, different artistic avenues. But, like, I do think that social media is very creative and can be artistic and important. And it has so much power. Yeah. So it's just interesting to have these conversations because, and from totally different perspectives too, right? So I think my last thing that I want to like chat with you guys about before we like close up is, um, who are people on social media that you really love or that you like think are doing really cool things or that you like that inspire you or maybe using it? In a way that you're like, wow, that's really cool. That's really different. Yeah. Um, like for example, YouTube wise, um, I love like Superwoman, Nice Superwoman. So oh yeah. Like, um, she's cool. James Charles, love mm. James Charles, and I just feel like he he's like I think right now he's like practically a millionaire, but he's still. The humble, like, I just feel like, yo, he's my homie from, like, next door, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's not, like. <laughs> Is he, he does, does he do beauty? He does beauty, yeah. Um, I think he just hit, like, 18 million what subscribers the... or something. Like, and he has his own 
brand of makeup products? Um, he collaborated with Morphe, and he created his own palette. Okay. Um, wow. And it sells out, like, literally in 10 minutes, you guys. Every time they restock, sell out right away. That's insane. Um, so, no, he's doing amazing. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing amazing. He was also, like, the first cover girl, cover girl guy. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. This- Who do you love, Anna? Or do you have any people you love? Well, I use social media completely different yeah. from Sarah and you. Mm-hmm. You do, yeah. I'm pretty timid when it comes to posting things. I have several private accounts. You do. On. It's hilarious. It's so, so many different things. I'm like, things. oh, this is, oh, it's Anna. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. One thing I like using it for is, like, inspiration for things or, like, I'll follow people just because... Like, I have one girl I'm obsessed with now. I showed you guys her. She's, like, this, like, Spanish influencer. She's just very pretty and dresses super cool and just, like, everything she posts is just very, like, pleasing to look at. Yeah. And that's kind of what I do with, like, one thing, like, I can't, I can paint, but I can't come up with anything by Mm -hmm. myself. Like, I can't, like, think of something and do it. So, like, I like to just look at what other people are doing. Yeah, and get inspiration. Yeah, kind of feeding off of people yeah you're drawing inspiration from other people yeah that's totally fair yeah that's like what being an artist is a lot of the time yeah i'm trying to think of like who i love um i love well yeah i mean she's my queen of life um i probably i'm really obsessed with internet girl she's like a a youtuber instagrammer who does like she thrifts a lot of clothes and like um creates eye girl bundles so she like creates like packages for people and like you kind of select like your style so it's like say for example like punk cutie like and then she would like pick all the different pieces and like give you an outfit and like include some of her own like merch and like she's just like really cool and she's very transparent about who she is but then also has this like really cool business that she's running i like her um I feel like I'm missing someone that I like really love. I'd say like the first person that I that got me into social media was now this is living. She's a YouTuber and she's like she started off as like a YouTube a, a lesbian YouTuber and she her and her girlfriend had a channel and then her her ex-girlfriend now has like her own channel and she's super famous too. They're both like huge Where and like from? They're like they're based in LA now obviously, yeah. but they're both from like Somewhere in the States? Yeah. And they're just, like, she's, like, really amazing. And she's very, like, she has stayed really real, I feel. And, like, she's huge in the LGBTQ world on YouTube. And, like, that's a huge part of YouTube. Um, She stayed very transparent. And she also has a separate account that she does, like, photography and stuff. Um, So I really like her. But And she also, like, she uses her platform as, like, a way to connect, like, she kind of started the whole, like, Tumblr, like, queer girl thing, like, where everyone just, like, feels safe on Tumblr to, like, be like, I think I'm gay, too. Like, and just, like, started this whole, like, forum like that. So I really like her, but she's, like, an OG of mine. I think the cool thing about social media is that there's a lot more representation, um, a lot more inclusivity, a lot more, like, it's just, the world has literally just opened up and, yeah. you know. Um, it's made it safe for people to feel like they belong to yeah, a group, different absolutely. groups. And... I like, fo- 
like I use it more for like people I know or people yeah. whatever acquaintances yeah. but I like there are some people that like it's very evident that they're pretentious or they're using it in a it as in like social media or Instagram a little more specifically it's like wow like who are you trying to be but some people I feel like they kind of you create kind of like a character for yourself mm-hmm. and that's why I like it when artists like change their names have like a stage name because like for example, like, Lana Del Rey is the first person that comes to mind. Like, she's Lana Del Rey, but she's also Elizabeth Grant. And I feel like it helps yeah. you, like, step out. Like, that is a character, but I am a different... Yeah. Not a different person, but, like, but this I really is, like that. And, you know, my, my problem is that, like, when talking about social media, I feel like, even in school, um, we're... Are we all communication? Well, we I were. Be, yeah, yeah, we were. We all studied communications. And... Especially when you're talking with the older generation, the first thing that they talk about is the negative aspect of social media. And to me, I feel like there's more positivity out there um, and more opportunity than there was, like, 20, 30. It's a different type of opportunity. Yeah. Um, Because, like, obviously jobs are not like having a degree now does not assure you to have a job the amount yeah. of people that graduated on time so I'm 23 um most of my friends graduated at 20 and 21 so two three years ago um and most of them now haven't been able to have a full-time job that like they can pay the bills or mm-hmm. they had to like go into masters right away because they didn't know what to do they haven't they didn't have time to like discover themselves um, so it's a completely different time than our parents lived, to be honest. Yeah. Even our older siblings lived. For sure, yeah. Um, and social media has kind of given, are you trying to say, like, it's sort of given another option as a way to... Absolutely, absolutely. It has given another option, and also just, like, in terms of being comfortable with who you are, even though there is obviously, like, the trolls, the bullies, and whatever, um... But there's also the people that support you. There's also, there was always, like, that community that you can mm-hmm. go back to. There's always someone that you can be like, oh, you know what? She's just like me. Um, even though it becomes difficult when you compare yourselves. But it's also more important when you get to see someone who's like you. You know what I mean? That's such a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, for me, that's what I constantly try to do. It's like, you know what? you're not alone you're you're not it's just like a constant reminder of like you're not alone yeah because that's what I personally felt growing up is because I didn't see and until today um like yeah we've come a long way but until today I'm still not represented the way that I would want to be represented you know what Mm -hmm. like when I open the tv even if it's in the background like the only show that I've seen it kind of like start to include Muslim hijabi girls is Grey's Anatomy like, why can't I open the TV, open up a little, like, high school, a show about high school, and see a Muslim girl in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and not in a way that it's like, oh, she's a terrorist, oh, she's, like, oppressed. In a way that it's like, she has a crush on Michael. Yeah. But she can't be with Michael because he's a Michael. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know That's what? me like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like... It's 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 real. It's it like, is real for sure, and I think that's kind of how it ties back to the online community and like social media. Is that like you said, like it is bringing in a way a lot of people together and erasing a lot of lines and barriers. And honestly, like I think that's the coolest part is like the cult and like 
not that cult sounds bad, but like the <laughs> the cultures and like the like the little communities that you can find yeah. on Instagram. Like yeah. literally, you can search up anything and you can find something that you're interested yeah. in or people that have the same interests. And that to me is very inspiring and creative. And it's it's definitely a great thing if if we can just like keep being positive and like real about it. I think it really takes away like being conditioned to oh, like, I'm going to watch this movie and Hollywood won't represent me. For you, it's different. I don't even know what I think I would, I don't know. But I think with social, because, like, how I don't watch any TV. Yeah. It's all, like, okay, Netflix or I watch a lot of YouTube things. Mm -hmm. And I feel you kind of get to choose. You're like, I want to see myself here. I don't want to see myself here. I want to, like, find someone else to be, like, yeah. And it is, it does take away that initial, like... Well, because even... We have more power to... I have power of, like, what I'm going to see. It's not like I just have the TV and they can show me whatever they want. Well, even, like, I'm 27, so I'm a little bit older than you guys. And, like, when I was growing up and a teenager, I didn't have that choice. Yeah, exactly. I had what was on TV. Right. And, like, like, even those few years make a difference. And, like, that really was something that I wish I had because... You know what I mean? Like, you don't see yourself or you can't connect. You can't understand maybe things that you're feeling. Especially being raised and growing up in small towns. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, But I'm really, really glad we got to hang out. And these conversations to me are very important. Yeah. And I really appreciate both of you for talking and just giving me that, like, giving me your time. It's like time is the most important thing, I think. And just hanging out. And we've never been to Sarah's house yet. <laughs> Guys, we, like, we've known each other for, how long? Like, since when we met since September. I met them, I met Sarah and Anna last semester, and yeah. they've known each other for, like, two years or a year, a year, year now. A year yeah. now. Um, and, like, we, like, if you see us in uni, you'd be like, whoa, best friends, always together. <laughs> and we, like, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's like, they're in my house, get out. <laughs> And, like, we're always hanging out at uni, but we've never hung out outside of university, which is weird. So I'm glad. I'm I really do, happy. I do consider you guys my best friends. That very much, like, open up or, like... And I have a lot of good friends, but... The, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like I'm reserved. Some people, I just can't, I just can't say anything yeah, or yeah. express what I'm feeling. We all bring something to the table that's different, and I think that's very important with, like, genuine friendships. Yeah, and They're I not like surface it's just level. open... And like like you said, I just feel myself, and yeah. we open a lot of like discussion that like normal people would be like, can't say that. <laughs> yeah, you guys know what I just discovered? What? what Sarah is kind of like so I like I'm split. Okay, Sarah's kind of like my like Middle Eastern. <laughs> like, okay, we may not be from the same country, same religion, same life, same age, yeah. but at the same time, like we're very. We're very, very similar. And Peach is kind of like <laughs> my alter ego. Like, I want to be this person. I just want to go, come, be, do. Oh, my God. You know? And, like, I'm you guys honored. just, like, I'm going to do something. <laughs> I just don't know what it is yet. Well, that makes me really happy because that's what this project is all about. I really want people to feel, like, inspired when they listen and kind of interact with it. And, like, yeah, just back to back to what I was saying is that I think that it's kind of a cool mix that we all bring and the fact that um, 
we all kind of have different personalities and things that we like and we're interested in, but also just the fact that we make that we've made time to sit down and do this means a lot to me. So I'm going to say thank you and I love you guys. Um, I'm going to leave this open to if you want to, because it is a social media topic, if you want to insert your like socials, if Plug. you want people to connect, <laughs> you can feel free to do that now. Um, but if not, that's also no pressure because it's really up to you. But if you like, you can. Um, yeah, I would love to hear back from you guys. What did you think about this? You know, um, if you have any questions, because I feel like this is this is an important time to open discussion, and I feel like mm-hmm. it, there should be no limits. I don't feel like there is a stupid question, you know. Um, so if anyone ever wants to get in touch, uh, my Instagram is at S-A-R-A-S-A-B-R-Y. Um, and just let me know that you're from Peach's podcast. Yeah, definitely. That's very cute. Good luck. Don't leave it on that. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.